It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight behind Donovan Mitchell's brilliance, 195. We're talking about it. Coming up on Postcast. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. Postcast is brought to you by the store, 600 South, the Gateway, and also Night South and 100 West. Thanks so much for tuning in today and joining us on this one. And, Ron, let's just start off with your overall reaction to the Jazz fighting through and pulling off this win. Well, you had to be impressed with the fourth quarter, and in particular Donovan Mitchell. I mean, you want your star player to have the ability to take over a ball game or have the opportunity. Uh, coach, have the much confidence in you that you can do that. And we saw that tonight with Donovan. I mean, he was the only one that uh, that consistently was able to get something done. We are live on Periscope on Locked On Sports. We're also live on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. I think that's it at Locked On Live. So multiple platforms for you, whatever works best for you. Jump on and join us. We certainly want to get your thoughts and your comments, whether you're joining us via Twitch, via Facebook, via YouTube at Locked On Live or on Locked On Sports at Periscope, David Locke along with Ron Boone. So the first question every Jazz fan had, Ron, was whether or not the Jazz defense was going to come back around, and in fact, that's exactly what it did. In the first quarter of the game, Rudy Gobert was totally dominant, knocked Steven Adams a little bit out of the game. Uh, it, absolutely, uh, and I, I, the defense was definitely there. That's probably what won the ball game for him, along with you know, what Donovan Mitchell was able to do. But the defense was keeping... The Jazz in the ballgame. I mean, they only get up, make 95 points. That's way below the league average was last year as far as points points per game. So the Jazz defense definitely, uh, it will get better. Uh, I think when they start to score, a lot of times when you score, the defense gets better there as well. You know, so uh, you had to be impressed with the way they won the basketball game, David, strictly because the the signature for the Jazz this season is what, going to be the three-point shooting. I mean, that's what they added to this basketball team. And they were able to do it without, uh, tonight, without uh, a very good night of shooting threes. Well, this not very good night largely happens from Mike Conley, who has an incredible night. He goes one of 16. It's one of the worst shooting nights of his entire career. He's probably got two or three nights that are similar to that at at any point in his career. Uh, 
and he makes a free throw late and kind of gestures to the crowd saying, holy smokes, I finally made a shot. What do you think that was like for him? Well, it, it's, I th- he played it for the crowd. I mean, he let the crowd know that I'm having a bad night. Thank you very much, you know, and, and, and finally I made one, and hopefully this doesn't happen again. But I like the fact that he kept shooting the shots that, he's, that, that he normally gets. That little floater, I know you don't like it, but he's, uh, he's done it throughout his career, so he kept shooting it, just wasn't falling. The Jazz then fall behind and really look like they're in a bit of trouble. They go to the fourth, they outscore the Thunder by 11 to win by five, so they're down six heading to the fourth quarter, and then Donovan Mitchell really just showed what anybody wants to know, whether or not he's got a jump in his game. He was a bona fide superstar late. Six for 11 in the fourth quarter. Not only six for 11, he has seven rebounds, and five of those coming on the offensive glass. You find ways with your star, and he'll find a way to, you know, to make things happen. Jazz beat Oklahoma City. We are live for you on Periscope at Locked On Sports. We are also live on Facebook, YouTube, and uh uh, Twitch at Locked On Live, so feel free to send in your questions and any thoughts you might have on this one. Uh, the Jazz in Boyan Bogdanovich, they might have learned something about him. He took a fall. He took a fall. It looked like it was a non-contact injury. Couldn't tell. I guess he might have twisted his ankle on a shoot. It was really hard to see what took place. Very frightening. Goes to the uh, locker room, comes back and plays in the second half and had some major plays in that game. He's played 81, 81, and 80 games in his last three. This is seemingly a guy who doesn't think much about missing games. You know, and, and the way he walked off the floor, you know, you're thinking the worst. You know? oh, yeah. You're thinking maybe a knee, maybe, well, I don't want to say, right, all, right, those, right. Don't want to say all those things, but you, you are thinking the worst, and all of a sudden he's backed out on the floor. You were glad to hear that, okay, it's a sprained ankle and not anything that's really serious. And then the fact that, you know, he goes in, I'm sure they retake the ankle. Uh, they ended up um, uh, probably, you know, retaping it enough to the point where he can, you know, get out there and, and play. Uh, ice is going to be very important for him for the next 48 hours and you keep the inflammation down and so he can be ready for, uh, for Friday night. So the Jazz in the second and third quarters kind of lost their way and really the offense never was very good tonight at any point, Ron. I mean, they, they in the fourth quarter, Donovan was really good, and they went and found Gallinari and went after Gallinari time and time again and kind of abused Gallinari uh, in, a, in a pretty miserable manner, frankly, to the point where Billy Donovan had to be subbing his best player out of the one of the, probably his best player, out of the game uh, defensively. What was not right offensively tonight? I don't think that they won this basketball game not playing the way the Jazz really want to play. I mean, and we talked about this during the course of the ball game. The dribble handoff is something that they do very, very well. And, and once they get the defense scrambling, then that ball movement gets some great shots. We didn't see a lot of that. We saw more of a pick-on-one isolation-type ball game, something that the Jazz probably can do with certain players, but they can't do it with everyone. And, and uh, they end up winning this game you know, playing a little bit different than they, than they would like to play. And again, as we talked about a little earlier, defense was solid. Manuel Moutier covered some really important minutes for the Jazz with Mike Conley struggling tonight. That's going to be huge for the Jazz if he can come in. And, and how many minutes did he get 22 tonight? 22 tonight. 22 minutes. And he'll probably end up playing 18, 17, somewhere in there. But those productive minutes that he's out there on the floor is going to, going to be huge. He's not a player that really tries to set up his teammates. He ended up with five assists tonight, though. And, and 
dribbles strictly because of the way he penetrates and he, the way he, he's, he's an attacker for the most part. But he just try to get to the basket, and a lot of times you can dish and you know find an open man. It's interesting. Is Thurl Bailey on our joins our broadcast in the first and third quarters when he's not on TV? Uh, and he made an interesting comment that he really is. Int- it sounded like he really liked Moody. He's been at some of the practices. Um, I, I, you know, Moody is a guy I'm pretty skeptical about just because he has not been great yet in his career. He has been really good at certain points in practice. Ron, you and I have been at every practice. I think I might have missed one, but you, I don't think, have missed any. Maybe you've missed one. I missed one. Um, but otherwise, we're I think we're collectively 100. percent He's been good. He's, there was actually a period of time the other day where he was the best player on the floor for a stretch. Uh, what is your thought on on what he's capable? Of? We didn't get a chance to see him early because of uh, some little nagging injury. So we didn't get a chance to see him on the floor early in, in scrimmage and, and things like that. And and uh, what I get out of his game is he, he's a he's a penetrator. He's a, he's a runner. He's a he's a transition player. Uh, and when you have a player like that, you try to get out of him what he does best. And 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 if he comes in the ball game replaces um, uh, Conley, you know, let him play the way he. Like what he does best out there on the floor, and, and that way he can he can give you some productive minutes. So the Jazz win it. They have a great defensive game. They hold the Thunder under a point of possession. Chat room kind of quiet tonight, other than somebody telling me I don't know the rules of the NBA, which I don't think you're right on. Actually, you can use your challenge in the final two minutes of the game. You cannot use your challenge, I believe, on the items that are already reviewable. But on a whistled foul call in the final two minutes of the game, you could use it. They the officials already have the right to do it on a block charge on a goaltending and on a um inbounds out of bounds play in the last two minutes but if there is a shoot a foul like the one called on the jazz against Dwayne Wade last year in Miami that would be a case was interesting tonight there was a moment where Billy Donovan could have used it in the final 30 seconds appropriate time not necessarily because he thought he'd win the challenges because you have no it changed the game like the call and by the call going that way the game was somewhat over but he didn't have any timeouts left the other thing that's interesting about it is because you lose any extra timeouts at the three-minute mark down to two, I've gone through with multiple coaches in the NBA about the scenarios of which you might use or not use a timeout, and I cannot get a coach for much of any circumstance to give up a risk a or even not risk, give up a timeout. Even if you are right on your challenge, you lose the timeout. So I can't actually, even if they know they're going to be right, they're not willing to use the challenge because they don't want to give up the timeout unless there's four seconds left and the game is going to go on that call. That's the only circumstance. So I actually think as a coach, you might as well use it in the first, second, and third quarter and see if you can steal a point somewhere because so rarely is anyone going to use it late. Yeah, and you pointed out, and I totally agree with you, that using it probably benefits you more if you're going to take points off the board. And uh, that was not going to be the case here tonight. Randy Chipman adds in that Rudy Gobert was good tonight. Boy, was he ever. Yes. He was just great tonight. Took Steven Adams completely out of the game. And the Thunder took very, very few shots at the rim uh, all night and only four corner threes, which is because Rudy can hold down the paint and you can stick on the corner threes. Shot distribution was a huge advantage for the Jazz tonight. I'm a big believer in it. They win by five tonight. I would guess that they had a five to six point advantage just based on where they took their shots tonight. On behalf of Ron Boone, I'm David Locke. This has been Postcast. Thanks for tuning in. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, 
We talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.